Hello, everybody. I'm your host, Sydney. This is Tyler. Hello, everybody. We have like a very unique episode today, if you will. We are actually at, is it Gene, is this your place? Yes. Okay. We are actually at Gene's place today. We decided to come, get out of the office, come set up, and we're going to talk to Gene and Jackie today. And also a feature from Levi here and, and Grandpa <laughs> in the background. So say hello to the camera, everybody. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so let, let's hop right into it. How, how long have you guys been here, been a part of the community? <laughs> Either one. It's okay. 1944. 44. Wow. wow. That's a long time. What about you? Well, I was born in 1947, so... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Have you guys always lived in this area? Yes. Yeah? Didn't go, did you guys go, have a point where you guys moved away and, and did something else? No. Nope. Whoa. So full-time, just right, right out here. Did you yeah. guys ever think about le- leaving, or were you like, no, I'm going to stay here? Uh-huh. When you own land, you're stuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> that is definitely fair. That's what a lot of people say. <laughs> when you marry a farmer, you stay. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So where did you get, were you guys homeschooled? Did you guys go to school in Nyssa, Adrian? Well, I went Jackie. to school in yeah. Nyssa. You went to school in Nyssa? Yeah. Jean, how about you? I, I went to school in uh, Osborne, Kansas. Kansas. So you actually came from Kansas. Yeah. Yes. And she's I, graduated, been here I graduated from Osborne. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very okay. cool. What made you come to Nyssa? Uh, it brought us out here. Uh, my mom and dad got a divorce. It's kind of rocky. I went to business college first in Topeka. Okay. And then I kept getting letters from my mother, you know. And she had a sister that lived out here at Parma. And they kept writing back such a wonderful place this was. So mom and dad got a divorce and... Mom and I came out here. Okay, oh, and you've been yeah. here ever since. That's yeah. awesome. That's really and, cool. It's a good place to be. Yeah. I had, like it. I had a younger brother, Dwayne, that lives in Ontario. Oh, Yeah. very cool. So, uh, it was Mom, Dwayne, and I mm-hmm. came out here with a 1939 Chevrolet Coupe. When you ever uh, got here, did you ever miss Kansas, where you were? Mm, no, I don't think so. You're <laughs> like, I'm not going back. <laughs> Well, we lived out in the country, too, and and uh, we batched in Osborne when we went to high school. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. That's and awesome. I worked for an antique dealer mm. after school. Did you like doing that? Yeah, it was good. Good. Yeah. Sounds fun. What did you get into when you came out this direction? Oh, Mom bought a little farm down here by Adrian, and I got a job at uh, Lutz Packing Shed. And uh, a couple of Strickland brothers came in one day, and, and Don was in the Army, and he came on leave, and he asked uh, Ray if he knew any girls. And he remembered me, and he called me up and said he was Ray, and only it was Don. And uh, we went out every day that week, I think, before he went back to the service. And then huh. uh, he wanted me to come down, and I did. Anyway, we got married the 2nd of May, 1945. That's awesome. Where did you get married at? (laughs) In uh, South Carolina. Okay. He was stationed at Augusta, Georgia, and so we married right across the line. Very cool. Wow. That's awesome. It's a lot of of rich history there, I imagine. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, but because my mother was alone mm-hmm. and a farm and a whole bunch of old cows, even though I got married, I came home. Yeah. And uh, to help my mother. On the farm? On the farm. Mm-hmm. And then Dawn was discharged in October. And came back down here? And we came back and he built that little cinder block house out there. <laughs> and that's where you all lived. <laughs> that's, that's so crazy. That's cool. So you guys were into farming pretty much ever since then. Yeah. He owned this 40 since 1939. Wow. See, that's what he owned. Oh. I think he gave $800 for it. <laughs> it's all covered, it wow. <laughs> covered with sagebrush. And he took yeah. a team and horses, he said, to clean the brush off. Things have changed, that's for sure. <laughs> and, then he got, and then he got drafted. Hmm. Dang it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So did you guys ever expand the farm outside that 40 acres, or has it always been the 40? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, just a, cu- maybe just a couple? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What did it end up growing to? I think we've got about 1,400 acres now. So you've uh, more than... Yeah, uh, but that's with yeah. Jack and Dean and Kurt and... All the help, oh, it's all, all the family farm. help, it's right? All farm together. Yeah. yeah, Kurt owns part of it. Okay, Sisson, right? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Makes it a little easier. Yeah. With we more people, land. we own land together, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Jackie, what's your story? <laughs> <laughs> you grew up here, so yeah. like what? Yeah, grew up and you know graduated from Nissa in '65 or '64. Got married. No, got married in 64. Oh, okay. Got graduated in 65. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Dean and I have been married 57 years. Wow. Oh, wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. What's the secret? <laughs> Knowing the Lord. <laughs> Walking with the Lord. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, and you know, having uh, super good parents. Yeah. You know, because Dean came from really good a really good home, mm-hmm. godly home, and so did I. Yeah. So, you know, in fact, we grew up in the same church. Mm-hmm. He so was my have... Sunday school teacher. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so he was, in, he was in the Air National Guard and came back, and he became my Sunday school teacher. Wow. Yeah. That's funny. Is that how you guys kind of kicked it off a little uh-huh. bit? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come home, you're like, Mom, I'm dating the teacher. <laughs> That's for sure. I think his dad, when he was in the military, I think that his dad, Dean's dad, said, you know, there's this cute little girl in church. She's just learning how to walk in high heels. <laughs> I think you should meet her. <laughs> so, yeah. That's awesome. So I got married when I was 16. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, and her dad and I didn't sleep very good that night. Either. <laughs> oh yeah, I bet. Hey, they're still together, so yeah, right. Yeah. They must have done something right. Yeah, right. Huh. Yeah. yeah, Wow, you graduated at sixteen too, seventeen then. No, I graduated at seventeen. That was my okay. really good year. Okay, after I was married. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. So, did you always farm as well? What did you grow up doing? Farming. Farming. Yeah. Okay. And, and Dean had a farm. And okay. We were up on Grand Avenue at the time and where his farm was mm-hmm. and a little house. And, Very cool. Yep. And Mom called up one day and said, you know, there's a farm for sale over here. Simpsons. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we bought it. <laughs> there you that's go. Funny. Moved up here on the hill. So okay. So you guys right. are just right up here. Yeah. That's where mm-hmm. I live. Yep, we're about a half a mile from here. Oh, oh that's, that's so awesome. nice. <laughs> it is really nice being so close to family. It is. It's very convenient. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, we love we love it out here. I've lived out here twenty five years now, so I mean, or twenty six. I guess I'm twenty six. You are. I'm almost twenty seven. <laughs> I'm getting old. I'm twenty seven. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I mean, so I've lived out here for twenty almost yeah almost twenty seven years. Mm -hmm. So it's cool. I love it out here. Obviously, my family owns, or I I guess I own Hawaii Grocery now. Well, yeah. It's been in my family for three generations. Mm -hmm. It's cool. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. We, I, we, we even on here. No, can talk I, by all means. We can hear you. We, we do love all the stuff that you've done down there. It's been pretty cool. I know my siblings. You see them going down there yeah, all the time. I almost don't, I live day. in Homedale now, but I know we they go back and forth and just love everything you've done there. Oh so. well, thank you. I yeah. really appreciate that. I see them almost every day yeah. getting ice cream. <laughs> ice cream machines been broke for a couple yeah, my weeks. My sister so. told me this morning. Yeah. She says it's fixed. I'm going yeah. there every day. Is we she the blonde with the long hair? With yeah. the snake in the yeah. 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 I told her yesterday. I was like, we will have it today. Well, Wednesday, yeah. she's like, it's dairy-free, and I love dairy-free. Yeah, Every yeah. time she comes in, I'm like, do you have your snake? And yeah. she's like, no. I'm like, your snake's going to be mad you didn't bring it. <laughs> that was the first mm, thing she told me. She was happy funny. it was fixed. Okay, <laughs> this morning. That is, that is awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, we see them almost every afternoon. Huh. <laughs> so I imagine you guys have seen a lot of change in this area. I mean, Adrian went from having multiple grocery stores to nothing. Tell me what it was like back in the back in the glory days. I'm going to let mom talk because she didn't tell you about all the cows she milked. And, no. <laughs> and how they... Well, that was when uh, when mom had that farm at Adrian. Yeah. She had uh, those old Holstein cows. And you milked them all. I milked them all. <laughs> That's a lot of cows. First, and then we ended up with a milking machine. Mm -hmm. And then I, I went and got married, so <laughs> mom sold them. Mm-hmm. And then you got married, and so you moved back here, and you built your little cinder block house, and... And Mom went to work at the telephone company, mm -hmm. and uh, she worked there until she was 70 years old. Mm -hmm. Wow. <clears throat> graduated, oh. <laughs> graduated from it, I guess you might say. Retired. <laughs> she, retired. she started out in Nyssa. There was a phone company in Nyssa. It closed, then she went to Ontario, and then it closed. She ended up in Payette. Wow. And she'd work the swing shift, so she'd get off. She'd go at 3 and get off at 11 o'clock. That way she could take care of the house and mm -hmm. work, too. Mm -hmm. mm. She was quite a woman. Yeah. So mom and dad would grow. What did you grow when you started, first started farming? Sugar beets? Sugar beets. Yeah. Mm. That's where yeah, it all started. All we had was just 40 acres and... So we hoed our own beets. I know they brought the German POWs in here one year, and what a sloppy job they did. Then you had to, we had to go hold behind them. <laughs> and I stuck Jackie in a playing pen down there. Yeah, I was in the playpen. <laughs> and she'd play about cover with a blanket, keep sun off her. That's awesome. Go and check her on occasionally. You're like, here yeah. soon, you're going to be doing this, sweetie. <laughs> Yeah. She, was, she was complaining one day, and I said, oh, Jackie, this will all be yours someday. And she said, I'll sell it. Because <laughs> yeah, you know how a seven-year-old is. Uh -huh. Well, you'd probably taken I'm us to Disneyland. That. Oh, that's funny. You'd probably taken us to Disneyland several times, so I decided, well, I want to live in California. That's warm down there. Right? You're yeah, like, I'm right? not doing this. I'm not farming ever. Uh, no. and Here I, you are. And then I married a farmer. Yeah. <laughs> Then she married a farmer, and oh, that was a good funny. thing. That was a good thing. And, yeah. And yeah. Jackie also, she was she was in the uh, the Rose Parade down there yeah. in California. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I was in the class that uh, 
Robert Q. Smith entered us in the Rose Parade mm -hmm. when we were in the sixth grade. Wow. He started band every year with sixth graders, mm -hmm. and so he entered us in the Rose Parade because hmm. we were the baby boomers. Right. Yeah. Huge class, you know, and so, yeah, he trained us up, and huh. then, of course, he left Nyssa, and so right. uh, Ron Turner, I believe, is the one who took us down there. And uh, hmm. we got to march in the Rose Parade, and wow. then we got to go to... That's crazy. We went to Disneyland. We walked, marched in Disneyland, and it was a lot of fun. That is super cool. Mm -hmm. That's a long travel. We travel. We trained every day. We would march from Nyssa all the way out, you know, because yeah. that, I believe that parade route is six miles. Holy smokes. Wow. It's a long ways, and yeah. it's hot, you know, and we had wool uniforms and everything. and yeah. So you just had to march and march and march. Mm -hmm. and get, yeah, he had to build us up to that. Yeah. He's like, you gotta, guys got to build endurance for this mm -hmm. thing. This is serious. We're running a marathon here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we went, too, and as she walked by, I got a picture of her. Yep. yep. Oh, that's awesome. She's done. She's like, <gasps> good stuff. Yeah. I don't know who was standing beside me when I was marching, but he could never stay on the right foot, so I'd say, left, right, left, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's so cool. Because at that time, you know, we had a big marching band. We mm -hmm. we marched at all the football games mm -hmm. and everything. It was hmm. it was quite the band. It was the thing yeah. back in the day, was it? Mm -hmm. st there's still a marching band there? Not really. No, I mean, you have the band, but... But not like it's not serious. as good as it used to be. I mean, the programs have definitely gone. They've cut a lot of funding to those programs anymore. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's more of an extracurricular thing, and it's never had a great teacher. I don't know. I was in band when I was in school, and we went to a few competitions. But I know, like we always we sucked, so <laughs> we didn't do very good. But yeah, you're just, right. They cut the funding. They did because That's, they yeah. all of a sudden went to academics because yeah. they're yeah. heading everybody to college. But mm -hmm. some kids don't function without music. No, they you know, don't. They you're need right. Music. They need art. Yeah. It's some some kind of form of creativity, mm -hmm. right? You know, they like do. the publications, the news, the photography, the yearbooks, or you know, yeah. and stuff like that that really challenges your mind just outside of regular and academia. you can be successful doing that just as much as if you were to go to college like, oh, yeah. college is a sham but <laughs> oh we won't go there right? <laughs> <laughs> hey we can go there if you want. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah yeah right so i have a question i'm curious when skinner's was here what store did you shop at most why you grocery or skinner's Wow, Mom, Skinner's. Cause you, you know, know I didn't shop down there much because Oliegi had this little store up here, mm -hmm. oh. and that's Sunset. where we that's where we shop mostly. Again, I don't even remember Oliegi. <clears throat> yeah, he's the one that plastered his house. Yeah, not this part. This is add on, but sure. yeah. the living room he did. Interesting. Mm -hmm. He was really good. Yeah, mm -hmm. Mom and Dad built this house themselves. That is yeah. crazy. That is so yeah. cool. Back when you could, right? Yeah, that's awesome. Well, they'd work. Don, Don was, was really good. Yep. They'd work on the farm, and then they'd come home and work on this yeah. house. Cause so all the walls in there are lath with plaster in between them, and yeah. all the ceilings are coved and everything. And so 
probably why it's still standing right <laughs> yeah yeah right to most of these other structures these days mm-hmm. huh. nope. yeah. interesting yep he uh and he did the wire we didn't we didn't do much farming that year <laughs> we built his house mostly building. and it's still standing though like he said so you guys did a good job guys must have and done he wired it job. didn't he didn't yeah. dad wire it this this was built onto afterward what we built was from there that yeah. way yeah mm-hmm. yeah this was built but dad wired it didn't he yeah dad yeah he's wired it yeah he wired it himself flat you know yeah he wired it plumbed it you plumbed it. Guys wow. are just a different type of I know we hired that rock lady. He, he wasn't that good at that. <laughs> <laughs> now you have somebody that specializes in every little tiny aspect yeah. of that. Yeah. So you have to have yeah. 15 people to build a house anymore. Yeah. Can, you, no. can you talk about Grandpa Don? Yeah. Yeah. Can you talk about tell Dad? About, yeah. When I talk about him? Can, no. you, can you tell us more about him? <sighs> he was a... He was a introvert i guess you might say he was a real quiet man but very capable you know uh he was all he could be it he should could should have been an engineer mm-hmm. yeah because he could figure anything out hmm. yeah he could they used to say don't pat it and fix it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah he, he was that good at fixing stuff yeah, he was the person everyone called when something was broken huh yeah yeah if it was a motor or something he Dad would just pat it and he'd go. I don't know. <laughs> it, it's totally fine. You're like, well, yeah. just yeah. takes you to touch it. Mm-hmm. He was he was really a capable man. Yeah, he was. Yeah, a gentleman and yeah, very kind. He was. Mm-hmm. The girl we lost was more like her. More like Dad. I hate to say it, but she's kind of an extrovert like her mother. <laughs> yeah, I am. Or Joe was an introvert like <laughs> her dad. You had mm-hmm. you had mini me's. Yeah. Yeah, Joe was one of each of you. You want? Yeah, that's yeah. right. And that's kind of how kids are too. They'll be a mini me of their mom or dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's true. Yeah. That's he's very a, true. He's a mini me of his father. So, yeah. pretty, pretty much for identical. sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm definitely more of an extroverted person myself. So I definitely put myself out there more than, more than I probably should sometimes. But you know, that's <laughs> what you do. Well, that's why you're successful at what you're doing. You're in the, you're meeting the public. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, that's definitely my view. But you know, if you yeah. talk to some other people, they might think differently. But <laughs> <laughs> depends on who you well, ask okay. and how they look at it. Yeah, but who cares? But yeah. that's awesome. And so you know, they who, went. Who's from... your mom like? <laughs> um, that's a hard one. That's a hard one. Though, mom. <laughs> she's she's definitely unique. I would I would say as mom's gotten older, my mom's gotten older. She's definitely. She definitely acts like grandma a lot in different <laughs> moments. In different moments, she acts like grandma. It's so <laughs> is your mom Jackie's daughter? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. yeah. yeah. Very cool. Because yeah, cool. we had three girls and a boy. Mm-hmm. Kurt was our baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm. Okay. He had to endure the three sisters. How fun. <laughs> so how many like generations and kids do you guys have? Mm. Well, my What's the family there. tree look I've like? I've got great greats. Yep. Yep. Yeah. She has two yeah. great greats and two My more on the way. My grandson oh. Darren lives in wow. Alaska, and he's got two, mm-hmm. two little boys. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And Just Sharon's going to have one in August. Which is and Kurt's Melissa's going to have one. Mm. So we're going to have four. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You, you and, and I'm Hannah. Next. Yeah, you are next. You're next. <laughs> How close is Hannah? Oh, it, 
We've, we've, we're working on that. We're, we're getting there. <laughs> we're working there. There's not a date. You're going to get left behind if you don't get going. <laughs> <laughs> Better hurry it up there, Levi. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the things that mom and dad, they grew those sugar beets. What else did you grow? Yeah. Let's get back to the farming. Oh, we grew potatoes. Mm-hmm. And, and the wheat, that was about it. And then you moved into? Alfalfa seed. Alfalfa seed. Oh. There you go. This was actually the world's best alfalfa seed growing area. Mm-hmm. Really? And, uh, and why is that? Alkali bees. Yep. There's a bed over here, a big alkali bee bed, one right across the road, and one right south of me, and a mile south at the Shimer had alkali bees. Mm-hmm. And they were such a good bee. We at that time you could kill bugs with DDT talks, to, and uh, you could spray that right after seven o'clock, and it wouldn't bother an alkali bee. But a leaf cutter, yeah, yeah, the ones you didn't want. And the the well, name alkali bee is it like a salt bee? Well, type? the alkali bees keep drilling these holes and things, you know. Mm. And maybe a bee doesn't hatch, and it's all plugged with stuff. Same way with the leaf cutter bee. They're, that's where their holes plug up. Oh. And the gradually the alkali bees just died off. Interesting. Yeah. You know, the alkali bee is in an alkali flat. Mm-hmm. So mom and dad would make sure that there was plenty of water mm-hmm. to keep it more alkaline. And they'd salt the bed to keep it that way. And to keep the bees around. And that was the most amazing thing to walk on those alkali bee beds. They were a very docile bee. They're kind of like an iridescent turquoise, light turquoise. Really? Meat, and they're huh. big. They're big like, like See, this honeybee. is something I've never heard. Uh-huh. So. And they, you could walk on the bed. They just hum all the way around you. They never did anything. No harm? Nope. They never got aggressive or anything. Yeah. It was amazing yeah. to walk on that bee bed. That's crazy. Just picture like, you know... If you water from from underneath and up, you get that white on the top of the yeah. soil. Mm-hmm. That's their entire flat would be white like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and my grandpa here would send us out with the with the uh, birdshot twenty two pistol. <laughs> we they'd have these little bomber flies, uh-huh. and they fly up above their uh, above those holes that those alkali bee beds would lay, and they would drop their eggs down in there, mm. and they'll hatch before the alkali bee bed or the uh, alkali bee does. The alkali bee would, and they would eat that. Mm-hmm. Alkali B. Oh. And so our job was to go out with either a slingshot and rock salt or and a get rid of fly water. Or, yeah, yeah. Fly water or a, a 22 pistol with birdshot in it. And they'd hover above the top of those getting ready to lay and we'd shoot them over the top. Oh. Well, that's a fun job. Yeah. And so they're, they're a naturalized bee that uh, has slowly disappeared from here. And so the mm-hmm. last one that there was was just over here down below my mom's place and it is now gone. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so now you know with alfalfa seed it's now a lot more reliant on uh, leaf cutter bees and those get shipped in here and we would raise those out here mm. we'd go out and and the whole family would get together and we would put those and lay those in these bee houses that you see all around sure. here and uh, we'd make that a family affair we'd all put all those well together. we had boards that you punched out yeah and punch the eggs out and then we'd uh, refrigerate them all all winter and then along about the 1st of May, we'd, in about three weeks, they'd hatch. And we'd put them out in trays because they were loose cells. Mm-hmm. And then they'd hatch. Yep. Yeah, a leaf cutter is fabulous. They go in to their hole, and the first one's always a female. And so they'll lay a leaf, and they cut these circles. And you'll see the circles in the roses. 
Mm. If you notice mm -hmm. wherever a leaf cutter's at, they cut circles in the leaves or the roses, and they'll go in and lay that leaf in there, and they'll keep doing that. Then they'll collect pollen, put it in there, then they'll lay an egg on it, and then they'll completely wrap that in a cocoon. Whoa. So then mm. they'll start another one. And so there's at least, what, five or six little leaf wrap cocoons of bees in each hole. And so you take the back off of the board, and then we had a little hole puncher, and it would punch out the bees when they were dry. It didn't crush them or anything. Mm -hmm. And then it'd drop into, a, you know, boxes, and we just store them and keep, try to keep the mice out of them because they yeah, love them. Sure. And then the, <laughs> then the spring mom would... She was the bee hatcher, and the kids yeah, would all we, come. We got a refrigerated unit out there, and we'd refrigerate them all winter long and uh, keep mm -hmm. them out 40 degrees. Yeah, we'd bring all the grandkids in. About the 1st of May, in. we'd incubate them. Mm -hmm. We'd bring all about the grandkids the in, and we, because they had trays, you know, and we'd put them in the trays, put them in the racks, and then Mom tended them every day. And they sure they'd hatch just so so, and then when they so got ready, so much humidity and yep, yep. Mom tended that she did all light. that herself. Remember the black light that you had to keep in there? Yep. It draw it would draw all of the sapidus. That black light. Mm -hmm. Yep. It would draw all these parasites and stuff to that yep. black light. And it would actually they would collect around there and stay out of the eggs yep. and the larvae themselves. Wow. Because yep. they like to sting the the larva. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know before it hatched and then of course that was a dead bee you know? yeah and so she took care of all that all by herself huh. wow kids yeah. loved it yeah. they absolutely loved doing that yeah. i bet that would be a fun job as a kid playing yeah. with the bees oh yeah and just seeing how it all works now leaf there's cutter, a lot that goes into it yeah leaf cutter bees they can get testy if you if you pinch them if you get them in your clothes and you squeeze them they will bite you <laughs> They huh. don't sting, they bite. Interesting. Uh, yeah. You guys are almost more bee cutters than farmers, it sounds like. I mean, geez. Well, you had to have the bees to grow to, the alfalfa yeah. seed because the honeybee doesn't like alfalfa. So hmm. they why? They can't trip it. I don't know if you've seen an alfalfa blossom, but you have to go in there and trip it before they get to the pollen. Mm. Well, uh, honeybee can't trip it. Trip it. Either doesn't know how. Mm -hmm. Or something. Well, it was smack him in the face. Yeah. Hmm. The little part of the blossom would come back and smack him. Anyway, <laughs> the alkali bees were wonderful. They would go down and do it. So what made them kind of disappear? Yeah, they just get they diseased. Just, just diseased. Like I said, you run those holes out and it ends up full of so they just, masses. And, yeah. And they just died out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They still have alkali bees up in Washington. Hmm. But they go to they make artificial beds. They lay oh. plat they put plastic down and gravel, and so they get the right. So they moisture. they're keeping them alive. But you essentially. just got little bitty areas where we've got acres. We had mm -hmm. acres of them. Mm -hmm. and, uh, That's hmm. crazy. That one alkali bee bed probably pollinated this whole valley. Yeah, wow. there's that many bees at one time. That's a yep. It was fabulous to see that. Yeah, I'm sure it was pretty. It got smaller and smaller as the years mm -hmm. Right. Yep. And where did the leaf cutters come from? Where do you guys have them come in from usually? I think Canada. Yeah. Canada. Yeah. We'd buy them from Canada because it's colder up there mm. and we had less disease. Mm. Uh. See, and so we'd bring them down fresh every year. Yeah. Just limit the because cause if we for didn't, disease. if we didn't do that, pretty soon ours would all be dead. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 
And what what do you think causes the disease for the bees around here? Just it oh, it's a it's a chalk brood, like a fungus. Yeah, oh. fungus gets on them. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of times, you know, they they lay those eggs and cover it, and the egg won't hatch. So then you got all this pollen there, and mm-hmm. that'll have a hole full of pollen. Yeah, oh. bees that don't hatch. Gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. I'm learning a lot here. This the is last a, bee on is a, a male. A lot that goes into it. Last mm-hmm. one on top is a male. Yeah, the last all one the females are underneath, mm-hmm. and the females do the work. Right. Um, the males just yeah. pollinate, then they the disappear. Yeah. yeah. The males are only around for two weeks, right. <laughs> and then they're gone. Yep. The males are gone. That's crazy. They. they they bug those females at a certain time. Yeah, and then they're like, "Okay, see ya." <laughs> Just to get lucky, and then you get to do all the fun out. work. Man, that's crazy, huh? Wow. That was a great crop to grow, and uh, now that now that alfalfa seed, there's hardly any alfalfa seed here now. Yeah. So I always see a sign for it in green leaf i believe they drew a lot of they made a lot of alcla i mean the uh, alfalfa seed in california because it's hotter down there yeah and then they put so many honeybees on it forces them to set it but i think most of the seed come from canada now mm-hmm. it's in the southern part of canada yeah they took them all up there well they lowered the price yeah for the seed mm-hmm. they're not giving you any new chemicals the chemicals you got can't kill the bugs. Yeah. So you're having to spray every night that mm. the wind doesn't blow because you have to be done by midnight. Right. So that there's no carryover to kill the bees because we want to take care of your bees, you know. So, you know, that's what we, we would do every night that it wasn't blowing. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Good luck sometimes. Yeah, yeah I was going to say lately. Yeah. Huh. So, so what do you guys mostly do now on the farm? Mostly grow. Well, are you Kurt's guys farming multiple? it now. Okay. <laughs> Just corn, corn, wheat, and uh, turnip seed and kale seed. Corn, wheat, turnip, and kale. Interesting. Yeah. I mm-hmm. didn't know turnips or kale were growing out here, so that's cool. Well, it's just a seed. This is mm-hmm. seed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then that seed goes to California or someplace that wants kale seed? Wherever. How does that work? Yeah. I don't know where he sells that to. Well, it's all contracted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know what company's contracted to, but anyway. Interesting. So Kurt got into strip tilling. What is that? Well, that's where you don't have to, after you grow your corn, you don't have to plow it. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Groundhog okay. it, disc it, whatever sure. else, mark it out, and re. you don't have to go over the field four times. Yeah. Right. He just leaves it. He lets some cattle come in until about the 1st of January. They graze off all the stalks, the silks, and whatever leftover corn. Mm-hmm. And then he moves the planter over six inches and plants in between the corn stalks. Mm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Grows next year's crop. And he just does the same That's thing. A- so you don't have to keep putting diesel, yeah. Yeah. manpower, and, and that would tractor hours. Cut down a lot of prep. Uh-huh. And a lot, a of, lot money. of prep. And a yeah. lot of money. Mm-hmm. Right. Wow. I mean, most of, most of these farmers hit the fields three, four times, like you were oh, saying, yeah. uh-huh. before they get to next season. So, I mean, they spend hours and hours and hours and hours in a tractor. Mm-hmm. And a lot of diesel. Yeah. Whereas yeah. you wouldn't have to. But you have to have a pivot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to have pivots. And those are expensive. Strip, you got to strip it. Mm-hmm. First few years doing that, you've got so much residue that it's 
the microbes, you know, uh, can't produce enough. But after three or four years where that residue, you keep all that residue, it'll build a soil. Then your yields will actually increase. Mm. So it's a, a long haul, if you yeah, will. you got a few years before it actually starts yeah. to reap the benefits. I think we're in our third or fourth year, aren't we? We're in our fourth year now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So That's strip telling. So we've probably got some really good soil out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And do you guys do that with yeah, most of the... it is. really builds the soil. Hmm. Do you guys do that with most of the acres that you have now? Mm-hmm. Or do you do that for a certain... I think Kurt's growing, what, 700 Acres, acres of corn. Of corn? That's yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And is it feed corn or is it yeah. sweet? Yeah, feed yeah, corn. It's feed corn. Field corn. Yeah. Fields it. Yeah. Sells to Zach. Hmm. Zach Mots. <laughs> yeah. Zach Mots. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. you guys know a lot about farming. <laughs> and bees. And, and bees. bees. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, see, it's super intriguing too. Like, I've always seen the bees out there, but any of the other farmers that I've talked to, obviously, they don't talk about the bee part of it. Yeah. So, like to hear all of that information is crazy. Yeah. Well, if yeah, you don't yeah. have any bees, you don't have a crop. Right. Yeah, I was gonna say it definitely yeah, sounds like mean, it's hand in hand. That's wow. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. That's and cool. She has an eye for the perfect time to to get when the alfalfa seed is ready and it's time to get out there and 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 get, get it, to it she has the eye for it always has hmm. she'll look at she'll look at a field and and say kurt it's time to go <laughs> <laughs> that's funny so levi are you gonna you gonna be on the farm too um your fourth generation right I, it won't be this one, but uh, you know, I, me, me and Hannah, we plan on starting our own and yeah. uh, working that way. And and uh, my uncle Kurt, he's done an awesome job doing it. He's got a lot of a lot of uh, son-in-laws that are coming up. Sure. They're starting a family. His daughters are starting families, and they're all really awesome people. And uh, and so one of them, one of them's a plumber, and one's an electrician. Yeah, they're not farmers. <laughs> we're, we're working I don't on think that. they're farmers. <laughs> You know, but he, you know, Kurt's got a good operation going here, you know, and, uh, you know, someday I'd like to get back into farming, but yeah. uh, sometimes it's, it, you have to go with life and the way it works. Oh, yeah. One step do at a want, time. Do you want to stay here? I would love to stay around this area. Very yeah, cool. Because yeah, just close to family, our whole family's really close. And, yeah. Uh, we have Sunday dinners and stuff like that. We all get together up here at my grandma's place, and she's the best cook you'll ever meet. She's, she yeah, can she make is. some of the best food i mean it's awesome. i go anywhere else i it's not even close so you know it's the whole family gets together <laughs> and the whole family lives generally pretty close to each other and have been for a long time but you know the family's expanding and people are moving out and, yeah you know like cousins up in alaska and other states wow. and uh, oklahoma you yeah. know and M- melissa's got a lot going on over there too so it's it's a big family you know and it's hard to fit all on one one plot of ground yeah and definitely so, 1,400 it's, acres shrinks pretty fast. Exactly, exactly. So <laughs> Yeah, it sounds know, big, but realistically. That's not that. But yeah, I, think, I, bet, I yeah. think the underlining part of it is that, uh, you know, my great-grandma, my grandma, my grandpa, all, and my Uncle Kurt have all taught me so much about life and how to how to work hard and how to be an honest person and how to mm-hmm. take care of your neighbor. And, and uh, yeah, that the, the stuff that you learn in a small, small town yeah. that uh, right. you don't get in the big city. And uh, I'll yeah. live out in the... Middle of the boonies as long as I can. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very well said. Very well yeah. said. But, so, Mom, how many years have you farmed? How many years did you farm all together? 
Well, when was I married? 1944. <laughs> <laughs> that long. <laughs> yeah, that long. Wow. Yeah. So. Well, the first year we were farmed, he was still in the service. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then when he came back, we started farming. Mm -hmm. So almost 40. 80 years of farming. Yeah. Because yeah. she's wow. going to be 98 June 8th. Whoa. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Honestly, she still, didn't even know. <laughs> she could probably outrun a few people still in there. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. yeah, you wouldn't know. That's, mm. wow. That's, That's amazing. Impressive. Yeah. That is yeah. impressive. Yeah. So you're like basically the farming expert, you could say, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I like farming. Yeah, she you loved know. it. She yeah, loves I do. farming. Yeah. That's awesome. And, uh, yeah, you have to love it. That's all the work. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely not a farmer myself. I yeah. just I'll feed them, but <laughs> <laughs> with what but, they grow. <laughs> raising the alfalfa seed is where it took the trick. Yeah. Uh, when to water and everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Most yeah. people water raise alfalfa like a row crop and they mm -hmm. just kill Can't it because if it doesn't get dry enough, it won't bloom, and then they overwater it, and then pretty soon it overgrows the seed, and then it smothers the seed, and then it's all turned black, and now you haven't got any seed. All you have is an overgrown alfalfa field. <laughs> now, she when knew. we bought the hull, it's so different, and we handled it just like this, row over 24 inches, and we watered it. <laughs> We could probably raise 10 ton of hay, but we sure didn't get any seed. <laughs> so we went in with a three-foot crowner, took out every other row, then went crossways with it, and made it thin, and we grew seed. That's awesome. And quit water nuts. Yep, you didn't water it because there's yep. so much underground Just water. Just natural moisture. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of moisture Wonderful. here. Wonderful, really yeah. a good seed place. Once we figured it out, <laughs> right? It took a few tries. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine that was a pretty big turning point for you guys. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh. But That's mom's cool. an extremely good bookkeeper, and made budgets and figured, and yeah, she's always one step ahead of the program. So. Someone's yeah. got to be. Might as well yeah, be her. Yeah. But if you can't keep books, you're in trouble. <laughs> That's, right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I'm definitely. That'll make yeah. or break you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mom it's, always said, if it can't, if you can't make it figure out on paper, you can't make it work on the farm. <laughs> <laughs> That is a good motto to live yeah, by. Yeah. I think you can relate that to almost anything, really. Yeah. Um, anything right. in business. That's right. And life. If you yeah. can't make it make sense on paper, it probably won't work. That's so, right. That's she'd right. always say, uh, you die in bed while you sleep in it. Yeah, yeah. That's why she's always so active. She's just good, still around. If you don't get that. up and get going, you'll die in bed. That's right. That's, That's awesome. how you are. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, yeah. I, I, wish, I wish more people had that mindset. That's oh, for sure. Oh, he totally has that mindset. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Huh. Yeah, we did our own spraying. We'd spray at 11 o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. And I imagine you were back up at 5, 6 a.m. again the yeah. next day. Back well, to it. the planes couldn't kill anything anymore right so, so dad just how good he is they got um, an old gi truck mm -hmm. mounted an orchard sprayer on the back that doesn't spray up in the air just sprays out to the side and so you know they'd make a track down mm -hmm. the field i think it sprayed out 90 feet one way so he'd make a track and instead of him having to then try to back up no, no. He made another seat, 
and oh made another gosh. steering wheel and so he drove it down. He drove, just switched seats and drive it down. backwards, drove forward. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is had, awesome. Had a double track on. Yeah, and mom and I, because we had, Dean and I had one too, and so she switched the head around so it would blow 90 feet the other way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back, back up, back up there. Genius. Yep. yep. Yeah, dad was really sharp. Yep, he was. He could engineer anything. He yep. really was a good engineer. Yeah. He was. You, you got to be so good at everything when it comes to farming you got to be an ultimate fix-it man yeah. you got to be smart you mm-hmm. got to know how to be good with money mm-hmm. you got to yeah. almost tell the future if you will of forecasting what you want so yeah. you, yeah. you got to be somebody special to be a farmer yeah. that's kurt for sure used to go out there in the shop with don mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep kurt used to go out with dad yeah yeah and learned everything that dad knew i mean yeah. kurt's just like dad he can just pat everything <laughs> That sounds like my dad. Honestly. Yeah, the whole time I was like, it's "That's dad his thing. dad." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, to a C. You probably had to fix everything in the grocery store. You probably couldn't hire everything done. Uh no, you, no, I mean, you, can't, you can't afford, afford that. To. We call his father. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> we call him the maintenance guy now. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he I'll go over there everything. and I'll, I'll play with it for a little bit. And dad, hey, I can't seem to figure this out. Nah, you just. <laughs> What? Are you kidding me? <laughs> you had it. That's cool. Yeah, I've always said that farmers are the biggest gamblers on the face oh, of the earth, so we, we don't have to go go gamble. You don't have to play the lottery. No. You, uh-uh. you play it every day. That's <laughs> right. You got to go against the weather. You never know what the mm. weather's going to do mm-hmm. from one year to the next, or the bugs, or how about your people that buy and sell, or or Washington. Mm-hmm. You know, Kurt's always saying, hmm. They're getting ready to come out with a report on how much corn, how much wheat there is. Oh, yeah. Lay you three to one, they're going to say there's a big old excess and the price is going to drop 20 cents. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you got to, wow. Yeah, you got to watch. There's a lot of stuff, you, lot gotta of stuff watch. you have to watch. Mm-hmm. That's so crazy. I mean, yeah. like relating it to a grocery store where it has so many different departments, you have to watch the price of each little, like each little thing when it comes to the business the price of the milk the price of the the candy bar the price of the soda that, that just like that to farming but you got to measure all your prices seed your fuel your cost your tractor like wow that's a lot of stuff and plus you know the equipment's super high now oh yeah mm-hmm. super high i don't kurt said i think that his combines are seven hundred thousand dollars oh my gosh yeah that's a lot of money yeah we only paid 460 for that i know it got up that much well, I can't, don't quote me on that, but I know we paid 450 there. or 60000 for that cloth. Yeah. But you need it, like, you literally can't farm without it. Oh, so ah. it's yeah. not like, like you need it. Got to cough it up. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you don't have a choice. That's right. <laughs> yeah, things are just getting so crazy, ridiculously expensive anymore, which mm-hmm. it creates a seller's market, but then the there's no buyers at that point, right? So. That's, how has that affected your guys' operation at all? You know, I think that clause is more money than that. <laughs> I couldn't think of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're thinking about that number. Yeah. yeah. It kind of paid. I, I think the deer was the 460. Well, it paid for itself because mm, right. the yeah, oil combine would leak seed on both sides. You could put a five-gallon bucket under it, and you couldn't stop that. Mm. Not this clause. And it's really a, quite the combine. Quite the combine. You get more out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a oh, German yeah. That's made. That's really a good combine. Yeah, it hmm. is. Yeah. Well, you know what? 
Kurt said the part of he hates the most about farming is that marketing. Mm. <laughs> you just don't know. He said if you could just play on a level level playing field. Uh huh. But he says when you have to go against the buyers, and are they just selling and trading and selling and trading so they can make money, or mm-hmm. is there actually too much corn planted, or is there not enough? You know, because last year the Ukrainian thing was here, so mm-hmm. oh my gosh, that just shot corn and hay and wheat all the way up. Well, it's still going on. But it's down to this year. So, you know, they just manipulate the markets. <laughs> and so you have to kind of like yeah. second guess what they're going to do, you know. And if you make a market and make a good price at this sale, then he sells it, you know. So. Mm. Man, yeah. now you got to be a Forex trader almost. Now yeah. <laughs> got to play the stock markets as a farmer too. Wow, that's uh-huh. crazy. Yeah, yeah, mm. they do. Yeah, that's not one thing that a lot of people think about when it comes to that because what they call those are futures, if you will, when it comes to mm-hmm. when it comes to trading commodities. And so yeah, what most people don't realize is that a lot of those prices go up and down and you can actually purchase commodities as a regular person. Like I could go and buy corn when it comes to on the market. So yeah, you do have a lot of people that are manipulating the market just to make money. So that really kind of hurts the small guy if you will Mm -hmm. because they can't really forecast that Mm -hmm. so interesting that and dealing with corporate farming Mm. yeah dealing with a lot bigger farming operations now where you're having to deal with simplot and a lot of these that's true huge companies and then as a small town farmer you're trying to keep up yeah because they got cash to burn and they can try many different things where if you try one thing and it doesn't work it's like ouch takes Mm. a long time to recover it does Yep. Hmm. So crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are just a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. When it comes to farming, that's well, awesome. To be self-employed in any business, you have to be a good money manager. And it's true. Know what you're doing. And be you're brave. Self, you're self-employed. I am. So yes. You struck out. Put your restaurant out there. Yeah. It was a success. Mm-hmm. And I love the podcast with the two guys. That was awesome. <laughs> two guys fork. Yeah. yeah, two guys fork. <laughs> they were funny to they watch. They were pretty entertaining. That's they for sure. Were, they were hilarious. <laughs> yeah, we watched the whole thing. We shared that's it. That's cool. Yeah, we oh, were on the opposite end of the camera watching, we were watching them, and we're like, the these time. guys are funny. They're yeah. a bunch of goobers. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> it was cool to watch. Yeah. It was really nice for them to come and do that mm-hmm. for us, too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely, things are definitely changing a lot down there. Yeah. Oh. No, it looks like you yeah. did it successfully. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't feel like it, but, yeah, one, one day at a time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't always realize it while you're building, but when you look back, you're like, well, we did a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, and you've yeah, come sure. a long ways. That's cool. Jeanette loves working down there. She does, yes. She's uh, she's actually moved into our baking department now, so she's become a baker full-time. Yeah. It's been good. She loves it, yeah. Yeah, it's been good. We've got got some new managers in there. Got some great employees. Sydney's actually running the store now, so. Attempting to. I roped to. her in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we've added a few more things since then, but yeah. Mm-hmm. My dreams never stop, and they can't. I mean, that's how you, that's how you make your way as a self-employed human. Yeah. And then you're doing the smoke shack, or is it? Uh, the slingshots, the slingshot probably is what you're down referring to. Uh, yeah. Oh, so okay. Um, 
Are you talking about like the grocery store or what? No, uh, uh-uh. uh. Isn't it? Aren't you selling pulled pork? Sandwiches? Oh, that's a that's the Glory Hole Grill. Yeah. That's yeah. That's not me. Actually. Oh, that's not that's, you. Uh, nope, not that's us. That's actually the guy that lives down the road from us. He uh, he owns that uh, big hot springs place oh. on the way up to the lake. Okay, Snively. Uh, yeah, 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 just okay. before Snively. He owns that that mm-hmm. property that's right there that has like all the natural hot pools and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's him. Tim is his name. Oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. Tim's doing that down there. I didn't know that, that anybody owned that. I thought the government took it back. No, no, they bought it back um, probably 2016, 2015, something like that. They've owned it for, for quite a while. Oh. So, awesome. yeah. It's it's a pretty sweet property. I've it been is. down there a few times. <laughs> yeah. I like it. They have all the natural hot tubs. They have, actually have an indoor building with an indoor heated pool from all the natural hot water. And then they have a big pond that you can fill with hot water as well. Wow. So. It's been too long since I've been up there. Yeah. You need to go ahead and it's drive cool. up there and see what's happening. Oh, there's so many people going up there now. It's crazy. I think the latest uh, statistic for the lake travel was 200,000 cars last year went up to the lake. Oh. It's a lot. It increased a lot in a year. There was uh, two over two hundred people at Snively Hot Springs here like a month ago. Yeah, like month a month and a half ago. ago. But it was mm. crazy how many people are coming. We have people, people out here. all the time. They'll come by the restaurant, get some beer, and then they'll get their burgers. And we've had people, and they're like, "Yeah, we were at the hot springs, and everybody's just like eating their burgers out of their little to-go box, like sitting in the hot springs." I was like, That's "I mean." Funny. Can't All imagine a better guys. day, yeah, right? That's funny. <laughs> that's well, that, that wasn't there when you went up there, because you and the the boys went up there hmm? to hot, to Givens Hot Springs on the way to the Waii. Yeah, what about it? Yeah, but I don't remember anything being built there. Wasn't it just a bunch of rocks and stuff? Oh, the Snively, they've got the, you, just, you just walk down that path, yeah. and there's mm-hmm. just the, kind of where you sit. Yeah, there's nothing okay. yeah. built there. There's nothing yeah. bu- there's still nothing built there now. Yeah. It's just there's you have so many hot pools that are actually on the in that canyon right yeah. there. So yeah. Tim actually owns part of what what is also on a hot pool and then uh the Cleavers just up the road actually had their own uh hot pool, if you will. They th- they filled it in a long time ago because of uh people yeah. hanging out in it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So but that makes sense. Snively is the the place to go now because there's there you have Snively, and then you actually have another pool across the river that oh. that people yep. have built over there now too, because it goes all the way underneath. Does it? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's interesting. Yeah, it's it's not as warm as the first one, but it's uh, people still they cross keep the it river. Clean up there, because I tell you, it's gotten dirty. We, I've, we've had times where <laughs> mom has told I, I used to always take my siblings up there. Yeah, when younger, you know, yeah. I'd go up there and hang out. But then there was like a certain point where it was. The, the state of Oregon was so slow in actually taking care of it, mm-hmm. and it was so dirty. It was covered in garbage and needles. It was I've, gross. Things it was like gross. That. They actually shut it down for a while because yep. of that. Yep. Yeah, that, yep. that's what I thought too. Mm-hmm. I've then, heard from a few like super local people that they don't go there because it's yeah, we quit going pretty there. gross. I, I don't go there. Yeah, yeah we mean, don't go there. We I went once. Took her once when like, we first started going together, yeah. and it there was still what twenty people there. There was a lot of people, and it was. I mean. Uh, it, yeah, no, it's not fun. I think it's really, I mean, really I dirty, go, though. We, we used to go when we were yep, kids, yep. and you could, you'd could you be the only one there for exactly. a couple Nobody hours. Knew about it. Yeah, <laughs> no, one, knew about no one knew about that's it. That's the cruddy part. The, the more the people go, which yep. they are, the more they leave their trash and disrespect yep. the place. They do. 
But I'm not going to complain about their business as long as they pick up their stuff behind <laughs> them, right? Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> so. right. We have a people that they come almost every weekend. They come in and get like plastic bags from the store, and they're like, I just pick up the trash that I see. And I was like, mm-hmm. You're going to change the world. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Good for you. Awesome. Takes mm-hmm. those kinds of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's awesome. You guys live in here. Did you guys ever did you guys ever go to Snively and places like that growing up? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine you did. Mom and dad would take our youth group to the dam every Monday. Oh, that's awesome. Mm. And take his water skin. Oh heck yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all got the Monday. boat, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> every <laughs> Monday. <laughs> Shall I license that again? I got oh, the license. Oh, you're talking about yeah, Great Grandpa Don's old boat. Yeah, I'm still working on that. I was surprised. <laughs> you want me to license it? <laughs> I, I, I have to license it. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not? <laughs> oh, I just got to. Re- <laughs> yeah. mm, yeah. That's awesome. That's well, cool. Tell them about your. Uh, remember when the, the, the Hawaii Ditch Company that they came and asked for your Jeep? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got a little pink Jeep out here. Uh-huh. And they go through that canyon. And they get borrow my Jeep and drive through that, that canyon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that big pipe that yeah. you see go under the yeah. road and up over? They drove the that little pink Jeep through that. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know what they were doing that for. They haven't borrowed for. that in a long time. What were they doing that for? Were they looking for leaks? They were looking for leaks. Probably leaks and cleaning rocks and stuff out, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. And her Jeep was the only one that could fit in there and not not grind up against her. Yeah. It was high wheelbase, short wheelbase, so it was small enough. And it's still sitting out here in the garage right here. Mm -hmm. Uh. And they borrowed it. She just had it restored. Mm -hmm. But it uh, it could go through that that pipe. That's Mm -hmm. cool. That's so awesome. That Jeep's out there in the garage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my dad always told me stories of when he was a kid that there was during the winter time when there's no water in it there was still a little patch of ice from the top all the way down to the bottom and they would tape flashlights to their hats and and they would sit on that ice patch and slide all the way down to the bottom and then walk back oh my gosh <laughs> and I've, I've taken her up to where you can actually get in the entrance and you, know, you throw a little rock down there and you hear all the dinging off of it so. oh it's so loud we're, obviously we're the reason people have to go in there and clean it out right? yeah there you go <laughs> but but uh, it's it's just neat. I mean, it's cool it's stuff. Good, it's super cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. That would give me claustrophobic being inside that. Park. No, I, I, I haven't walked down inside. No, of yeah, we've just, never gone in it. We just go to the peak and like yeah, a rock will look. get stuck. And the other day we went we went dirt biking and he like walked down it not very far at all. But just I was like, don't do that. Don't do that. You're gonna slip and <laughs> I don't want you going down there. I'm not coming yeah, to get we, you. Yeah, we uh, used to walk to the, some of the other ones that go. Uh, so you have that tube that comes up, and then when it comes out, it turns into the big concrete canal, mm-hmm. kind of up there where they open the gate from the from the dam. There's a tunnel that goes all the way through the mountain, and it's a small smaller tunnel. Wow. You can actually walk inside that one if you know where the entrance is. That one's creepy. I mean, it's like a mile through the mountain. Ugh, that would freak me out. <laughs> it's yeah. cool. It's Kurt a was scary. telling me that the Waii Dam is actually built on a fault line. Really. Mm-hmm. Wow. I didn't and know that. That there are several natural springs underneath it that they cemented over. And there's pressure valves down inside the dam that they have to go in once a week and check that pressure valve to see how much pressure is building up to keep that, le- that regulated. And it's the only dam 
that if there's enough water, not only can it go down the glory hole, but it can go right over the face of the dam yeah. and not move it. I did know. Wow. I did know that it was built. So it was the it was the first dam that was tested as with the reverse design, so that it could actually flood itself instead of also using the glory hole. And then it was used as the original design for what became the Hoover Dam. So which is why the Hoover I did know Dam, that. Yeah, yeah. which is why the Hoover Dam looks like that as well. And this was actually the test for it. This okay. dam was the world's tallest dam for three years. I think back in the 1943 when it was completed. So. Okay. When we go on vacation, we listen to podcast to fall asleep, <laughs> and we were listening to this. It's called the I Can't Sleep podcast, and there was one on the Owyhee Dam. Dam. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh my gosh, oh my gosh!" And I was yeah, like, yes. "I couldn't sleep. I had to listen the whole thing." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was super cool. We're like, "Wow!" Sleep. No, it no it yeah, would. not I, that one. But I know I've always kind of geeked out on on the history of the dam. So I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's cool stuff. No, it was fun to go out and look over the glory hole and yeah, watch that I, water yeah. go down. Then they then they locked you they out of that. They quit letting now. you do that now. I mean, liability. people went for yeah. a swan dive into the glory hole. Yeah. Let's <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> no fun. No. No fun. Yeah, I didn't know that it was built on the natural springs or the fault line. That's yeah, I, did I didn't know that, know either. that either. So that's that's very interesting. Yeah. Kind of scary, if you will. I was it just is. thinking that, too. <laughs> you said that, that, I was like, if that breaks, I mean, half this canyon's going to be underwater. So, mm-hmm. for a minute anyway. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, that'd be yeah. kind of stupid to do, wouldn't it? <laughs> you think so. Yeah, why, yeah. why well, would they build it? I don't know. Well, they built it at a narrow I think it was the narrowest narrow spot part in the canyon. Of the canyon. Yeah. It just happened to be know. there. I don't know. You ought to ask. <laughs> I, I got to find somebody and ask them now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hit record here. Keep going. Who would you ask? Those engineers have been dead for a long time. <laughs> well, I would think that anybody at the Hawaii Irrigation District would know. Yeah, I'm assuming so. Kurt seemed to know because he was on the board for a while. Yeah, funny thing was is we were actually just at a birthday party for one of her friends, and this lady's grandpa, mm-hmm. yeah, he was one of the people that worked on that dam or worked on the glory hole part of it anyway. So he was telling me that they actually hired somebody who built – nets for the national baseball stadiums that actually like when they were building the glory hole and had to raise it up they actually put netting and stuff around it and inside so that it would catch catch all the debris and catch Mm -hmm. and catch like almost filter it if you will so it was kind of kind of crazy to learn all that history of like different types of things that they used to build the dam Mm -hmm. and they actually had to when they were because the glory hole raises up and down right so when they actually had to finish it they had to raise it up and they bought a bunch of jacks and the jacks wouldn't actually raise the glory hole up because it was too heavy. So they actually had to pump the chamber full of water and keep the water floating at a certain level so that they could finish concreting and doing all the rest of the work. So, oh my gosh. Like it was, hmm. so it was kind of nerve wracking and being inside there. <laughs> so, but it was cool. And it's stuff that you just don't, you know, hear about. And it was just at a random place in Boise that I heard this from somebody. So they yeah. had to work on the Waihee Dam. <laughs> I know that Dr. Malding about went down it with his boat. Yeah. And that's before they put those the buoys that, up there. The boys mm-hmm. across oh that. Oh my gosh. Because he was, yeah. Could you imagine? That'd be terrifying. <sighs> yeah, no fun. Yeah. Oopsie! <laughs> <laughs> Didn't see that big guy. Yeah, you're riding his life up. Yeah. yeah. Probably yeah. the last one, too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's the yeah. way to go. Yeah, I don't know if you'd survive that one too well. But, I don't think you so. You know, the Gloriola hasn't ran since 
2016, I think. It's been a hot minute since it... uh, It's been pretty dry. It has been pretty dry. So somebody said they were spilling water out of the dam, but I don't know if they are. They did a little bit. Oh, a little bit. They opened up the dam a little bit, but uh, I don't know why. I guess they anticipate a lot of water coming in. Because there's still a lot of water. The water table's up at, up towards you, the Nevada. Yeah, Utah, or wherever our water comes from, up in that direction. Oh, the Nevada flats? Yeah. Yeah, yeah mud flats. Mud flats, and then. Well, when of, the snow starts melting off. Yeah, I hope it all comes off in the right place. We've had a decent amount of rain, too, I feel like. It's been a pretty wet year, yeah. I feel like, but and it just hasn't all hasn't come off the right way because it's been so dry the last few years that there's no. It's all just getting soaked up into the ground. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's going to take one more wet year to probably yeah. finally fill it's us up. up. But eh, we'll take it when it comes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like it when the lake's full because it's busy. Yeah. <laughs> so. We like it when it's full, too. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah I, that's yeah. another little thing mm-hmm. in farming, you know. Unless there's going to be enough water to even grow the corn. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Yeah, because corn takes a lot of water. Mm-hmm. A lot of water. Mm-hmm. And I know, like, when I was talking to, we've had a couple farmers on our on our podcast, and one, Randy Bounds, and he was talking about that they would, how they strategize for what water table looks like. Yeah. They'll grow more wheat one year because they don't have any water or, you know, stuff like that. So it's just interesting to hear the strategies from different, different People, farmers. Yeah. yeah. The pivots help on the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They do. Yeah. With that, because you're not losing a ton to external yeah. ground. Mm-hmm. If you're you not running it down a wastage at all. Yeah. It all gets soaked in. Yeah. Hmm. And I was kind of surprised that the drip lines at the onion growers, they use just as much water as a real air- irrigator yeah. mm. would use. And I did not plant. know that. They use a lot of water. A lot mm-hmm. of water. And it's a lot of work to put that drip tape in. Yeah. And most of them switch to the drip tape because, it, I mean, it's more of a concentrated source of water, but still a lot of water. And I felt so bad for them last spring. <laughs> yeah. The wind blew so hard and it just blew it clear out of the ground. It has been so windy the last few years. And just wrapped it up and threw it at the end of the field. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Man. Yeah, that was not fun. Not no. good. <laughs> A lot of the farmers are late this year, planting and everything, because it's been it's too wet. Wet, yeah. yeah. I know every morning they're in yeah. talking together, you know, because they all talk and they were like, "All this rain." I'm like, "Yeah, but if there was no rain, you guys would be complaining." There's no rain. Yeah. <laughs> it's their onion growers, right? Yeah, they want to get their onions. Yeah, in the they do. They want to get their onions in the ground right now. Yeah. And we seem to be the central meeting point for all of them, so they come. We do. Talk it's about funny. It. They all meet up and have their coffee, get what they need. All right. Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Oh, yeah. we got lots of plants of corn, isn't it? Yep. Yep. Because yep. everything else is planted last fall. Mm-hmm. So you guys plant ahead of time then, because you yeah. guys are just seed. Well, well seed. you turn some kale yeah. and wheat are in the fall. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. And when do you guys actually harvest that seed? About July. Okay. July. The turnip and the kale, yeah, and it yeah. comes off in July. Hmm. And then last year, Kurt planted sorghum behind it, which he's not sure he's going to do that. But you can plant trichocale behind it. And hmm. So he's thinking about doing that. So you get, get a, a second crop. crop. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you can get another rotation in before. Good, did it? What do you do with all that sorghum? A lot of it's still sitting on my hill. <laughs> <laughs> because the guy who was going to buy it kind of backed out, so yeah. I don't know. 
I don't know <laughs> what he's going to do with it. <laughs> it's a sledding hill. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's funny. That's cool. Yeah. Well, what are you guys' plans for, are you guys still, like, working on expanding the farm? Like, now that it's passed down to the next generation, if you will, are they still, like, working on expanding? They're trying to get out. What's the plan there? Kurt's just farming it. I don't think he wants to expand it. He says, it's big enough for me now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wanted to buy this place over here. Kurt says, Grandma, we got enough ground. <laughs> He's like, I'm doing the oh, farming. No, we are not I'm doing that. Sell this place. I, I was going to go buy that, Kurt. Said, we got enough ground. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, okay. She's still ready to keep farming. Right? Yeah. She's like, I'll take Grandma, care of it. Grandma's ready to keep going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't have to do it. Right? <laughs> You're like, this is a really good investment idea, let me tell you. You do the work. I could show you what we paid for all this land. Yeah. It's going to blow your mind. Oh, yeah. I bet it would. How yeah. crazy cheap it was compared to what it is now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's part of the problem. You can't farm it out now. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, because other people are getting in and buying farmland just for the investment of it. Oh, yeah. And so they're running the price up really high, and the farmers can't compete with that because you mm-hmm. have to pay for it you yeah know? they yeah. don't <laughs> right. it's it's an investor thing and I, I think a lot of it i mean just down the road it was like fourteen thousand an acre or something like that ridiculous number for farm ground and it was like wow really how do you afford to farm on a million dollar piece of land unless you just got the money laying there you can't mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah and banks don't want to give it to you anymore so nope <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. Well, thank you guys for letting us yeah, come here. I mean, yeah. if and you guys want to you keep guys. sharing, we'll, we'll keep going. But <laughs> I feel like we've uh, tor- tortured you guys enough. <laughs> no, I know when we're done fun. with this, I'm going to Google what that bee looks yeah, like. Yeah, we're going to go yeah. home and the Google bee. and yeah. read all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. This is yeah. crazy. It's a cool bee. Where's Hannah? Working? He's working. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now that's the way to do it. He got his wife working. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I put her to work. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like she has to go to work too. She does. She's, She's managing the grocery I store do. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Helped out me a lot. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's a, it takes the queen bee to run the operation. Yep. Yep. You're helping him out more than he knows. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he knows it. Too. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I definitely definitely appreciate what she does. That's for sure. Yeah. So. Yeah. Levi, you and Hannah are going to have to be on the podcast. I was just thinking oh, that. No. I know. You're on the podcast already. You've already been, like, introduced to it. Yeah. Now you just got to throw the headphones on. Yeah. We'll have to talk about that. We'll I need, get you there. I need, They're going to be more, the next episode. Yeah, I need more guests, so yeah. we got to keep going. Okay. We keep finding me some people. Okay. Oh. Well, you have to interview Vicki Price. Yes. Vicky. I'll have yeah, to talk to her. Yeah, Vicki mm-hmm. Price. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll bug yeah. her. She comes in the store once in a while. Yeah. 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 I'll get her She's on. quite really, lady. really neat people. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are very, very nice people. Yeah, yeah. mom and dad kind of helped them get started. Mm. That's yeah. awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Well, well, that's what they claim. <laughs> <laughs> they, they said, we wouldn't be farming without you and Dawn, but that's not so. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's all right. They were good neighbors, though. Vicki and Joel are really good neighbors, and mm-hmm. mom yeah. and dad were always good neighbors to really, them. Really, really so, good neighbors. Yeah. They are awesome people. We love them. Yeah. Great for this are. community. Yeah. They are. They're special people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Well, thank you, ladies, so much for sharing your stories. Yeah, thank yeah. you, Our guys. Guests thank are going to be really ecstatic to hear you guys' story. Thank so, you to vo- yeah, for thank volunteering you to them. Yeah, right. She was so yeah. happy I volunteered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, what are they going to talk to me about? But Got roped into everybody's this. talking. So, <laughs> thank you for having us. Absolutely. Of course. As always, everybody, keep, keep it, it local. local. <laughs>